안녕하세요 여러분 누비앤 누나스 팟캐스트입니다 반갑습니다 <웃음> Hi everyone this is Nubian Nunas with the Nubian Nunas podcast and you're here with Kira Trisha and Joy Yay Welcome 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 um, This is our very first podcast so we thought we would introduce ourselves to you guys so you can know a little bit more about us So Kira do you want to go first Absolutely so hey everyone my name is Kira Williams. Um, I have been born and raised in Chicago, been here my whole life. Actually, you know what? Let me just say the suburbs because... Hey, okay. Yes. <laughs> representing for the West Suburbs, y'all. Um, but a little bit about how I got into Korean culture. Um, I have some friends of mine who started to introduce me to little things like K-beauties, masks, food, mm. um, dramas music the whole shebang and i just kind of became really impressed and fascinated by korean culture and so from there um i started learning korean language and so it's been about four years now i am nowhere near where i want to be with speaking (laughs) korean but um i'm still learning working hard and uh hope to see myself living there one day so I think this is uh, just a little piece of the three of us trying to show how we're passionate about Korean culture. And um, I found some two awesome girls who have similar passions as me. So I'll let them introduce themselves. Trisha, take it away. Okay. Uh, My name is Trisha Thompson. Um, Miss Jackson, if you ask me. Or if if you're nasty. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, Trisha. Um... I am from the South Side. Represent, yes, 81st and Laughlin. Um, I'm not going to tell you which house because I don't want to get that personal. Um, I, I already love you guys, but don't come to my house. Anyway, um, yeah, what got me into Korean um, culture, music, the language was actually I had a friend who was learning Japanese. Um, and she had just came from Japan and we were hanging out and she's just like, check out this group. And I was like, these look like a bunch of women, no offense, but, um, I wasn't like that into it. I'm not going to lie. But then I got into Korean hip hop. Um, shout out to Loco, my first (laughs) Korean hip hop love. Um, I was just in love with who he was and what he sounded like. And I was like, I'm just going to learn korean to understand what this man is saying <laughs> and get a husband yes that too <laughs> shout out to local in that aspect as well <laughs> anyway um <laughs> yeah that's how i got started um yeah and then i met like i like kira said these two awesome ladies and here we are joy take it away hello everyone i'm joy i'm the maknae mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I am originally from the suburbs of Chicago, but I grew up in Ohio, and then I went to school in Chicago, and now I live here. Um, I, let's see, how I got into Korean culture. So, like, I feel like many K-pop fans kind of took this route, where I grew up watching anime, so I was really comfortable with, like, Mm -hmm. Asian culture, so the transition to, like, K-pop and that stuff was not too difficult. Um... So I was learning Japanese in my last year of college. And then when I graduated, I was like, Japanese is kind of hard to teach myself. 
Um, so my friend who is Korean American was like, hey, Korean's actually easier than Japanese. Why don't you learn it? So I was like, okay, cool. I'll learn it. Um, she also started introducing me to K-pop, to, you know, Korean shows, dramas, all that, the whole shebang. Um, and I kind of just really liked it. So I just learned the language more and I started getting into the culture more. Um, and yeah, here I am with these two awesome onis. Yo, shout out to King Sejong. Yeah. Yes. Created. What? The Hangul, man. Oh, my God. Oh, so much simpler than English, I feel like. Even. <laughs> I, yeah, when I first started learning it, I'm like, this makes so much yeah. sense. It does. I was like, I got the alphabet in one day. He, like, Amazing. <laughs> yeah. He beautifully created each character for your mouth. Yeah. Like, the, the character represents the, the shape way of your, your mouth. Is. Is, yeah. yeah. It makes yeah. a lot of sense. So, yes. shout out to Ooh Ooh. So, and then we, the three of us, we actually met a year ago. Wow, fateful day. <laughs> We're kind of celebrating our friend, yeah, first year friend anniversary. Y'all. Yeah, coming up in April, right? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so cool to see where we started and where we are now. But we met um, all three taking Korean language courses together and uh, kind of just started talking, realizing that we had same passions same goals same interests Mm -hmm. and that kind of we also black (laughs) (laughs) if you couldn't tell by the nubian (laughs) (laughs) yes that was like the main for me personally that was like the main thing it was key because i remember that class i walked in and I thought, it's not like I thought it'd be the only black person, but when I yeah. saw other black girls in the classroom, like, I was like, what up, And then that day, the day I remember when we started getting close was after class finished, we all walked down to like the main lobby and we started talking and we just started talking about our interests, like who we liked in K-pop, yeah. like our future husbands, you know, the whole shebang. <laughs> and I remember yeah. you talked about the eyebrows, Trisha. The eyebrows is what told me that you would be my friend for life. Thank you. You know, oh, Kira, man. I just, you know, I felt it. The eyes and everything. Her but, eyebrows. Her so eyebrows <laughs> really just Y'all gotta snatched s- us into friendship, really. They shine. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Every time I look at her, I pay attention to her eyebrows. Her <laughs> eyebrows speak. Aww. They speak volume. Aww. They say, what's up? <laughs> So, yeah, it was, it was kind of fate. It was destiny. Serendipity. Destiny. <laughs> yeah. Trish, what was your first thought when you... Y'all was nervous. Like, okay, I work at Starbucks. Like, I am like your typical 25-year-old, like, in the middle of what am I doing with my life? What's my purpose? Amen. What am I doing with my life? I'm in a degree. I don't even know if I'm going to use the degree. Like, yeah. that type of thing. So, like, I'm just chilling at, at working two jobs, pot podcast starbucks and like i come in and i hear these two ladies beside me like one is a doula i'm like i don't even know what a doula is she had to explain what a doula was (laughs) (laughs) and then the other one is working like in a company you know where she helps students with studying abroad so i was just like classy like oh my goodness and here i am saying do you want your cup of coffee with cream stop don't even start me, though. You stop. We all need our cream. Do you want cream or not? You can get your cream at the condiment bar. I'm not going to put all six packets of your Domino sugar in your cup. You can get it at the condiment bar. Like, that's what, I, for me, like, I felt like, man, these women have got it together. And they bomb. Aww. That was another thing. 
Like, Joy with her short haircut, like, I was like, she's bomb. And then Kira, like, she's just so graceful, y'all, when she walks, when she talks. Everything. She just got grace. She and I'm just really... like a lump of coal. Don't even start with me, girl. First of all, let me just bring you back. Let me just bring you back. You said to be like, this girl is getting out of my sleigh first. You said, I don't care what child this goes to, get this coal out of the sleigh. <laughs> First of all, you need to realize that Chicago cannot run without you. They need that coffee. Oh, don't say that. No. So your job is very important. We all need you. Oh, thanks. We need you. We do. All right. Thank you. Pour you a cup of coffee in Starbucks. All right. right. (laughs) Well, whipped cream or no. I know. When I first saw you guys, like, there was, like, beams of halos. Like, I was just like, (laughs) That's what I felt when I saw you, Trisha, because you came in with your cute gold rim glasses. Yeah. She had the cutest two, like, what do they call, like, pom-pom ball hair things. She had, like, a track jacket and, like, jeans and, like, a cute backpack. Mm -mm -mm. And she strolled in, because she didn't didn't go to the first class, so, like, she was like, who was she? Who is this Trisha? So she comes in the second class. She's like, Anyohaseo. I'm your queen, Imnida. I did not say that. I did not. I actually distinctly remember you saying exactly I did too. that. Yeah. I did too, actually. And our teacher was, was like, bow down, everyone. Please. No, Insa Haseo. I am not Beyonce. Yeah. Stop. Stop. <laughs> These people going to see my photo like, y'all quit playing. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I was pretty impressed. Like, I think for so long, especially being introduced to Korean culture and just being so fascinated and learning a lot of stuff like on my own and through my other friends like to walk into this class and to see two other black girls like I I didn't feel alone I didn't feel like the weird one anymore you know like Mm. (laughs) so it was super cool to like see them to get to know them and you know from there I was just like all right this is cool I'm I'm here for this so yeah so that's the beginning of us beginning of newbie nuna I think we should kind of go around and, in three words, describe each other. All right. Let's start with the oldest, Kira. Kira. Joy, what do you think? Three words. Oh, dang describe it. She got Kira. me. Kira. <laughs> oh, I was quick on that. <laughs> Didn't miss a beat. <laughs> um, three words to describe Kira. Wow. There are so many words. Let me preface with that. Yes, I'm not here trying to reach like for awkward. words like, what is she? No, it's more of like, what isn't she? Word is bomb. Mm, yes. Mm. I would say... Thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Graceful. Yes. Ambitious. Yes. And I say that because... She is, like, she embodies, like, all these good qualities that you see in all these, like, women that are doing their thing, all all these celebs. Like, you're so thoughtful. Like, you take care of us. Like, you will find out soon, everyone, but me and Trisha are fools. And together, we make a half brain. Yes. Like, very Not even a whole. Not even a whole. Like, we really don't. It's not really there. So, we're two halves that make half. When we are out in public, we get lost. um, (laughs) Immediately. on accident and we just get there's just no attention span with it's us. just we can't pay attention so nope. we're in danger always yes. and kira is really like the older sister mother figure yep. who's like oh where are my children oh let me come and yep. get you oh also she i brought snacks the corner one time and like 
Joy almost missed her train. And I almost got hit by a car. Yes. So, so we need her. That gives you an idea yes. of what happened. She really keeps us alive and going Grounded. in her arms of grace. Yes. Um, but she's really thoughtful. She's really loving. Um, takes care mm. of us and people that she knows. She's just great. Um, you are graceful, as we said before. Just a walking deity. I don't know. That's yeah. all I can really say, y'all. You just you have to be here to feel it. It's just it's all that. Um, and yeah, you're super ambitious. You know, we have all these ideas, but you really like put the ideas on paper. You're like, okay, cool. What are we doing next? How are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. You want these goals? How can I help you? So I don't know. You're really inspiring. And Aww. I concur with your assessment. Well, thank you. Three yeah. words. You. Three words for Kira. Um, number one, boss. Just boss. Mm. Boss, 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 boss. Mm. Like, she just knows what she wants. She goes after it. And that's the end of that. We would not be talking to you right now if it weren't for Kira. I'll just let you know. Legitimately. Uh, Number two. Elegant. Like, I just really want to, like, emphasize the elegance and grace of this woman. Like, she's just, like, her walk, her talk. Even how she speaks, it just flows so well and pleasantly into your ear. And when you hear her sing, it's also just, like, this beautiful, like... It's a tree. It's just... Songbird, oh. like, just beautiful. Like, Snow White has nothing on her. Yes. Like, the real Disney princess like, is right here. She's like the Michelle Obama of the trio. Yes. That's <laughs> like, a good one. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking Audrey Hepburn, but I really wanted mm. to give an African-American female. Because yes. I was like, we got one. We got a black Audrey. We have them. Michelle Obama. She got it together. She's educated. She's fashionista. And she's a leader. Which is my third one. You are a leader. You just like take charge. Like you're just. You're, you're the one. There's a reason why you're the oldest. She <laughs> <laughs> just is. Like I just feel like that was just meant to be. Like you're the oldest. You take charge. We love you man. Oh thank you guys. Yeah. Make me cry. <laughs> Not on the first part, Cass. We're not the third. <laughs> we can't hear the ugly cries just yet. We gotta not hook, yet. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta keep the viewers here. They don't know you like that. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, three words about Trisha. Hang it. Right. Uh, me? You got me this time. Okay. <laughs> Trish, grounded. Ooh. I did there, not know that about myself. I'm sorry. Yeah, Continue. there is something about you that always, like... Okay brings me back down to earth like every time we talk you keep me accountable you keep me grounded and you remind me about my purpose and i love that about you i don't know where i'd be without you so yeah there's you're grounded for sure that's a word that i would definitely use um let's see you are infectious your laugh your smile your humor makes my world go round oh i absolutely oh love when you crack jokes you know how to pull people together you know how to pull a group together that's for sure you bring everybody together and like at an equal level didn't we just say we were not gonna cry on this first episode <laughs> do not have me up in here <laughs> i do not do denzel cries well i am allowed i will I can't get coherent <laughs> thoughts out. I'm sorry. Okay. I love it. So, yes. Yeah, so you are grounded. You are infectious. Let's see. That is another word. Um, oh, I had it too. 
I lost it, but it's going to come back to me. Joy, take over, and it's going to come back <laughs> to me. Tag team, okay. Tag team. Um, You're in. I also only thought of two, and the third one will probably come to me as I'm talking. Might have to pass it back to you. Um, first is individual slash unique. Like, Trisha is so herself. Like, she has this just her aura and, like, what she believes in and what she likes. Like, just all these things that make her who she is. Like, she's so good at expressing that. And, like, it's so, like you said, Kira, it's so infectious. It's so contagious. Like, when you're around Trisha, you can't help but smile, like, and laugh and just, like, feel good about yourself. Like, you always bring the energy up and it's just, like, super awesome. And I think it's so great that you're always yourself and, like, you don't compromise your values. And, like, that's, I don't know, that's really awesome. Um, Second word, I would say, is energetic. Like, like I was saying, like, your energy is just so, it's so fun. You crack so many Spongebob jokes, and I love that. Um, you, you just have, like, such a good sense of humor, and I think it's because, you, again, you're so good at just, like, expressing yourself and, like, putting yourself out there and just saying, like, yo, this is me, and, like, this is what I like, and what do you like? Like, let's talk, let's connect, let's, I don't know, let's, like, get together and do this, and I think it's just so fun to be around you you know ideas pop out you know I always feel better when I'm around you and like I'm always laughing and if I'm having a bad day like if I'm around you it's totally like everything changes and I feel so much better um the third one is Kira take it away for your final y'all I'm okay with the two y'all just like I just took flight like, I feel so much better about myself. Everything Aww. that you guys said, like, I doubt myself on. Oh, Like, real talk. Mm-hmm. Like, those are, like, the ones where I'm just like, man, like, you gotta be better at this. You gotta be better at that. So to hear, like, those are actually my attributes that you guys see. They are, though. They really are. I don't are. need a three. Oh, the first two. They did it. They did it for you? Yes. Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. Good. So we don't need two. Let me okay, three. Good, because I don't know what else I was gonna say. <laughs> Moving on to Joy. <laughs> Joy. All right, Kira. Oh, you're just my little bunny. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Egg yolk queen, y'all. Yay. If y'all no. don't know what egg yolk is, we're finna explain it to you She's soon. She's cute. Just listen to Joy and you got egg yolk. Anya. Yeah, there but if goes. you guys don't know a lot about Korean culture, like, egg yolk is kind of like the standard of perfection. Like, <laughs> it's cute, but sexy, but like super fun and appealing all at the same time but if the wrong person does it such as me it will go <laughs> crash and burn it will go <laughs> like it is tragic egg yo is not for everybody so talk um, to your doctor before you try yes, it please consult <laughs> please your get doctor. a prescription yes yes, <laughs> yes. You do not go around thinking you cute and everybody else around you is cringing no no, no. you will find out if your egg yo works by the person's response <laughs> true so yes, Agio Queen. I've Agio Empress. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, so yeah, mama. Yeah, absolutely love it. Just so cute. That was like yeah. When I first saw you, I was just like, this girl is so cute. And I actually like. I'm pretty sure I saw you at a concert before. Oh my god! Oh man, I'm famous. This is the first for us. Too. Yeah. Michelle Obama saw me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was when we were at the Dean concert. Like. I oh my was with Vanya 
Hold the front though. Y'all went to go see Dean? Yes, we did. I'm the only one in this group that oh. has not seen Dean. Awkward. I feel some type of way, but continue. <laughs> no. Okay. I, he was here last year and I tried to get you to go out with me, but. Did you, did you really? Did we know each other back in the day? <laughs> we did. And I was full, so you, I blame yeah, myself. I, okay. Yes. Oh, you ain't getting Sorry, Dean. This one. Next time. <laughs> Damn it. But yeah, so I, I was like. There was a part of me that was like, this girl looks so familiar. I'm pretty sure I've oh seen her gosh. before. Oh my gosh. That's know. crazy. I know. Wow. So now it's coming back to me. That's where I saw you. <gasps> Fate. Fate. Wow. So you are illuminating. What? Yes. Yes. She shines. Yes. Like, absolutely shines. Like, when you step into a room, Aww. you light up the entire place. Mm-hmm. Your smile. Mm-hmm. Your eyes. Anya personality it's just mm. everything yeah. um love it mm. inspires me mm. um you're fresh oh i think yeah. she showers <laughs> Duh. <laughs> and i think it's because like maybe just with the three of us like you're the maknae so like but there's just something about that very young bright fresh vibe mm-hmm. that like makes me feel young because y'all i have hit my quarter life crisis (laughs) the other day i was trying to get a student discount and i could not get it oh oh it hit me hard exactly you gotta skip 65 you have no idea so i those little black don't crack (laughs) i like those three i will concur yeah so there we go. Oh, my three. Oh, right. Oh, I'm ready. First of all, hilarious. Oh, please. Like, you're just, you're just joy. Like, your name embodies oh, your personality. So true. Joy. Oh, so true. Like, same that you said about me goes for you, man. Like, when I'm around you, like, I can't help but not, I can't not be sad. Like, I just, it, you just give me joy. Like, you give me life. Your smile gives me life. Aww. Like you have like a kilowatt smile. Um, like every yeah. time you smile, it makes me smile. Ah. And the whole world stops and stares for Do not break into some Buddha Bras right now, okay? <laughs> not eat, like the cla- like the old Buddha Mars. Do not. <laughs> I just love it. Like it just makes perfect. She was sense. about to She was just about to chest the way you are. Okay. Um, number two, you are just, I love your confidence. You are confident. Oh, yes. Your confidence, Aww. confidence is just like, you rock what you rock, and you rock down the street, mm. and you rock it right. Mm. Like, I feel like you can just wear a garbage bag and just be flawless. Oh, thank you. Ooh, yes. That was it's a good gift. One. Wow. It's a gift. Thank you. It is. Wow, I hope you like change the game with that mm-hmm. same thing for you kira like the stuff you be pulling off like i feel like i would judge somebody if somebody like <laughs> tried to walk down the street but you just pull it off so effortlessly yeah like, the boldness like yes uh, everybody who knows me says that yes so you just you just rock it like you guys both are just so bold in your style Aww. like Thanks. yes anyway back to you joy um number three Man, you're just a highlight of like the group. Yeah. I will have to just go with what Kira said, like because I feel like just like your youthfulness and exuberance, like 
And also, no, what I love about you is, like, your duality. You can go from, like, chocolate <laughs> to, like, yeah, man, cultural appropriation. Let's talk about it. Let's, Whoa. like, what? Like, let's get serious about Heavy. it. Like, wow. you could just, like, transition effortlessly. Ooh, like, die. you're just, you're, you're, both of you are intellects. I love it. But mm. your duality of, like, I can be goofy, but I can be serious, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My cheeks hurt from smiling so much. Bro, that <laughs> guys was, that was the best. Yeah. That was deep. That was a whole lot of love. Yes. My, heart, my heart is full. I love that. Wow. So, the three of us come together to form Nubian. New, new. Yes. New, none. Trish, can you wrap up for us kind of like what our vision is? What's our mission? What's our vision? Okay. So. You know, as we came together, um, we realized, like, we three as African-American women, but as minorities, not just um, particularly uh, African-Americans, but considering minorities, we just wanted to be able to be a platform for, yes, African-Americans, but for people who may feel unappreciated or may feel like they're different or may feel like, you know however xyz so with that in mind we wanted to be able to use our experiences use our platform use our voice um our you know individual styles our individual interests and goals to bring that to people and provide like a a inclusiveness because i feel like when we talk about culture when we talk about you know race and all of these different things you know there's just so much segregation and when you really think about it, like we as people, we as minorities, we as people that typically don't have a voice in the media, we all struggle through similar things. Um, what we talked about um, before we recorded was Fenty Beauty. Like Fenty Beauty is bigger than I think a lot of people realize because of the fact that it is like one of the first brands that is for everybody. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know what's beautiful about it is you think about it like rihanna's this african not african-american she's from barbados um she's from the caribbeans um and she's just this chocolate woman who felt like her color wasn't being advertised or the color of her friends wasn't being advertised so she took it upon herself to do that and in doing that for the darker color for the colored people Mm -hmm. she also did it for all colors Mm -hmm. and there wasn't this concept of you know i'm only going to do this for the browns and the and the and the blacks i'm going to do this for the lighter shades that may feel like they don't have anything out there Mm -hmm. um particularly i was talking about the a girl on instagram who struggles with albinism she has albinism and her shade was very hard to find not only did she find it in the Fenty Beauty line, she found something lower than her skin tone. Mind you, albinism is a disorder that leaves no pigmentation in your skin whatsoever. So when you can find something for the lack of pigmentation that you have in your skin and find something beneath that, that says something. Um, and it like Fenty ignited like a fire in people. It's like a movement. It mm-hmm. did. Um, so that's what we kind of want to do. We want to speak on, you know, Korean culture, African-American culture, culture in general, speak on the things that are out there in society, whether it be our society in Chicago or America or in Seoul or whatever's out there. 
and we just want to bring in an inclusiveness in that totally um we're not going to be serious as you heard from our first you know 10 minutes you know <laughs> we will be sidetracked we do want to talk about other things like fashion um kira and joy are spearheads in that um we also want to talk about music you know hip-hop r&b k-pop yeah. um we want to talk about you know news um black panther was a huge thing we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about the latest album that we felt like was trash or smash like a, a hit like a, was it a bop or a flop um you know different things like we're gonna talk about men up in here namza dude man um <laughs> gonna give out some numbers to some eligible men yes michael b jordan hey michael b we're gonna talk about michael b jordan the great cultural bridge of all people like I, amen he just exactly. brings women together in theaters and outside of theaters like he just brings us together in harmony there's just gonna be different things we're gonna talk about out here so we're glad you're listening. Thank you so much for giving us a chance. We hope that we can help someone out there, totally. regardless of what it is. I think uh, one thing that really was just a phrase that really brought us together, too, was crushing cultural stereotypes yes. and building cultural bridges, right? Yeah. So this is something that has been a huge topic in our culture and our society for quite a few years now you hear it a lot like I feel like every other news article is talking about culture and what is the difference between appropriation and cultural sharing and so I think we really want to help talk about that and especially with our love and our fasc fascination with Korean culture like we've found very like common like we found common ground with Korean culture there are so many um, ways that we're able to relate and so I think we really want to draw parallels between like Korean and black culture as well and show like we're it's not like that we are these different people or like you know there, there's a lot of similarities you know and so talking about those things and just our passions and what makes us yes. happy yeah. I think Zico said it well Udi Hwang In Chong but I got black soul. Hey, translated oh. to we the yellow people, but I got black soul. I Hello. think that is a beautiful testament. I may feel some type of way about that sometimes because I really I'm gonna ask Zico one day what he meant by that lyric. <laughs> but at the same time, I get it. I feel you, Zico. I too want to create that bridge. Let's do that one day. Call me. Yes. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Was that a husband call? It was. <laughs> okay, very good. You might get a lot I of those. Like, really I well. feel like that was also a producer call. Yes. Oh, that was a producer call. Oh, that for was. That was whatever you wanted it to be, Zico. <laughs> that was whatever you wanted it Just to be. Just call me. Just call me. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna work There's going to be some shameless plugs throughout our podcast, such as that, you know, Pakbo Gum with a particular someone. I'm not going to say who, <laughs> mm -hmm. but. They'll remain nameless, but yeah, just. Yeah. Someone I think we know, all know. And we're getting to know. Mm -hmm. Yes. Has quite um, an infatuation with... With Pakpogum. She. Yes. Yes. The silence tells it all, everyone. The silence tells it all. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. What's our next topic? So, our first topic of discussion is Red Velvet Wendy. She got into a lot of trouble with international netizens for some comments she made on a talk show so wendy was on the talk show talkman and she was asked about the different dialects in north america 
Um, it was a talk show with some hosts and some of her other members. Um, and I guess they were just talking about her background and where she came from. Um, so in response to that question, Wendy did some impressions of the differences between how white women and black women talk. Um, and as you can probably imagine, the way she um, stereotyped and impersonated black women was quite offensive. Um, articles describe it that she was doing head bobs, her face went all contorted, and she did a very different style of speech with different hand gestures. And of course, the cast thought it was really funny, but everyone else, not so much. Um, Kira, Trisha, what did you think after you watched this clip? So, yeah, I was rather disappointed. Mm, or, yeah. <laughs> disappointed. Disappointed is an understatement. So if you guys know me, Red Velvet is, like, probably one of my favorite, like, girl groups right now, and especially in terms of K-pop. They are just, they're fantastic. They're overall just great singers, great performers, whatever. I really look up to them, listen, support their music, whatever. And Wendy is probably my favorite. Yeah. Um, just vocally, she's somebody that I really look up to. I think she's fantastic. And so to read this and see... Oh, to see this impersonation is just yeah disappointing that's like yeah. the really the word that comes to me because mm -hmm. it's like I didn't expect it from her of all people you know especially because she is North American like she I don't know if she was born in Canada was she born in Canada yeah I think she's she's Canadian she's Canadian so she was born and raised in Canada and at some point she moved to Korea and that's why she's there working on her career right now um but that in itself was like she should know better you know like mm. um yeah disappointed yeah. i don't know what else to really say about that yeah i would i would agree along the lines of that um a positive and a negative a positive is i really love the fact that people came around and vocally expressed like their disappointment and their disagreement in her actions yeah. Um, because I, I think a lot of the times, like, we as minorities feel like we're not supported by other minority, minorities in particular. So to see, like, a lot of Korean people and African Americans as well come around and say, like, this was straight up bogus. Like, you should not have said this. Um, you should not perpetuate a stereotype like that, especially on national Korean television. Right. Because I feel like that's also the negative thing. Like, you just sat here and push forward a stereotype that we as african-american women in particular have been trying to break down for god knows how long like yeah when i'm angry i have to suppress that like you know because i do not want people to think of me just like as the stereotypical angry black woman mm -hmm. and that's exactly what she portrayed mm -hmm. um but at the same time that is just who i am like i just that's just me but right. i shouldn't have to make it feel like it's something that i have to suppress you know i think that's also another issue in and of itself um so yeah it's and what kira said is like this woman is canadian we can't give her the benefit of the doubt and saying like oh she's korean she didn't know any better she knew very well better like she should have known better and i just think mainly for me it's like the perpetuation of that yeah. stereotype and a lot of people were tweeting that this is not the first time she's done this. So yeah, I, I think that. even more so, like, we can't mm. really let her off this time, so to speak. Like, she knew she did something wrong before. 
and she clearly hasn't learned from it. Um, and I think for me, what really made this so hard to watch was if you keep watching the video after she does the impression, um, the rest of the host members say things like, oh, yeah, they get so scary and they get so angry. Yeah, they do. Th- or, they do it right. like that. And so it really is happening that when she did this stereotypical impersonation, that's the feeling that other people got from it. They it was reinforced again that black women are scary they're always angry they always want to fight you know it's hard to look at them you know i want to avoid their gaze when they look at me that those are the types of things that they were saying on the show and so it's really disappointing and hurtful that you know she knows better we know she knows better but she still did this just for comedic effect and it's an issue that she just did this for fun but it really does have real consequences and it hurts black women it hurts black women that are her fans and it just doesn't do a lot to help break down those stereotypes that are already so strong in south korea so exactly um yeah it's a bummer it is it is yeah especially for you know the three of us like we are three black girls who really love korean culture yeah Yeah. like we would totally want to go there and feel like accepted but like you said like if these stereotypes continue to be perpetuated especially on like national tv you know Mm -hmm. it's like these stereotypes are there for a reason right like they're there but we really want to stop generalizing yeah we want to like introduce different ideas of blackness like yes black women get angry Everyone gets angry. So right. But else. I mean, right. we're also really smart. We're really hardworking. We have varied interests. There's so many different ways that you could have portrayed a black woman, but you chose the one that's most offensive, most hurtful, easiest to just put out there and get a reaction from someone. Exactly. Mm. I think one of my biggest things about this video in particular, which I think Joy mentioned before, was she didn't only impersonate a black woman, she impersonated a white woman too. So she did kind of like a Jersey girl type of high pitched, yeah. you know, kind of that like kind of cutesy, ditzy, cutesy, but just like oh, like which, yeah. I would fun. also call that offensive. Like, I would totally call that yeah. offensive. So it's not that she just impersonated black women; she also impersonated white women mm-hmm. and made like she two stereotypes. Right? Yeah, she set up like this really intense, just like. Dichotomy, yeah, like this and this, white and black. Yeah, you know? and this is what we like. This is how we perceive like American women, in or general. even said white woman good, black woman bad. Yeah, like that's in essence what she said. She mm-hmm. just was like, you can you can approach a white woman. You can exactly. white women are approachable and are nice and kind, and black women will eat you upon communication or upon eye contact. Gosh, Avoid yeah. eye yeah. contact. Do not pet the animals. Do not mm-hmm. feed the animals. Mm-hmm. That's literally what, like, yeah. that's literally the the feeling that I got. But like, even, I'm sure there are a lot of white women who, in just listening to that impersonation of her alone, like, it, it's, it was more of, like, the dumb blonde type of impersonation. Right. Like, they would find that inf- offensive as well. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because... It's a stereotype that has been around for yeah. women as well. Um, one thing that you mentioned, Joy, was that the words that they used. Yes. Right? You want to take that um, away? And this is something that I think happens with all Koreans when they're describing black women. But in the video, you'll hear Wendy saying, mm. uh, what is it? 
picking yoda to describe white woman and hugging nuna but she yeah she uses hugging unni to describe black yeah. woman and she uses that term unni as a way of respect and i feel like this is something that a lot of koreans do they see black people as like you know these artists they're super cool they're like my bros like they have to be respected you know because they're like what's up man yeah what's up man like they're homies like you know there's cool like they're not just like girls or women they're like black women you know and i just think there's an exoticism yeah it's definitely an exoticism it's like it even it makes black women feel further away Mm -hmm. from everyone else like it puts even more distance like just by using that term you know exactly So for some of you who may not know a lot about like Korean culture and titles, right? So if you're close to somebody, if you have, if I'm a girl and I have an older woman that I respect and that is close to me, I'm going to call her older sister, which is Ani, Mm -hmm. you know? So there's titles like that. And that's what we're referring to where when they were talking about the white woman, they were just calling her white woman, white woman. But Mm -hmm. when they were talking about, a black woman they were calling her black older sister so there's almost like an intimidation factor yes under it. exactly and that was my biggest thing because it wasn't just black woman it was black older sister that i should respect but mm. i'm intimidated by yes you, you know yes. so there's yes exactly there's a distance we're mm. not approachable um for, yeah and from my own personal experience um i have a lot of Korean friends and in the beginning getting to know these people getting to be able to have these relationships with them it was very awkward um and a lot of it stemmed from the lack of knowledge of African-American people mm-hmm. or the stereotypes like um you could just see like this curiosity dancing behind these people's eyes because it's just like I'm pretty sure I'm the first African-American or one of the first African-Americans that has come into their lives and is actually interested in their culture versus Mm. like them coming into the American culture. So here I am, you know, trying to get to know these people and they're just kind of, what's up, yo? You know, like I just watched you bow to like five different people or like give somebody a handshake. But when you come to me, you want to shake up like you want to just be like, what's (laughs) up, dog? Like what was good? And I'm just like, I just saw you go, and then I say, oh, oh, day, oh, day, oh, day, oh, hello, how are you? And then when you get to me, it's just like, what's up, dog? Like, what's up, bro? And I'm just like, hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm just a person. Yes. Like, like, I kind of just want to put on a front of like, well, hello there. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I just start blinking like, I don't know how to shake <laughs> up. <laughs> or even assuming that like Can every black me? person like, you know, yeah. like daps and like, you know, shakes up like... <laughs> That's like I have to. Sometimes I feel like I have to suppress because I go for a shake up. I go for like what's good, <laughs> like what's popping. Like that's my initial thing. I don't go for the bow or like I don't even go for a handshake. I go up here. Like I'm like my hands like up in the air. Like what's up? <laughs> but like and that's just me naturally. Like that's where I'm from culturally. Like I'm from the south side of Chicago. But to assume that like every single person like African American like Kira like perfect example of like I don't know how to shake up no. like. <laughs> You didn't grow up in that culture, so it's unfair to just assume that, like, each one of us is down. <laughs> like, just, we just, we just down for, you know, like, we just... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, 
That was disappointing. Yeah. General just disappointment. Do better. Boo. Please do better. You just get a boo. Um, yeah, you get a boo. I was starting to like you, but how about we give somebody a who? Like we got the boo. Let's give somebody some woo woo. Who are some woo woos this week? Who's a woo woo? Any woo woos this week? Hyunmin. Hyunmin ah yes. yes. Han Hyunmin. Somebody tell me who Hyunmin is. Our favorite idol. He is black skinned but 100% Korean. He was born to a Korean mother and a Nigerian father. Yes. Um, he is exploding on the social scene in Korea. You know, yeah. he got scouted from an Instagram post. Now he's on all these runways. He's a model everywhere. He's starting doing variety shows. And yeah, he's just really bringing to, I guess, the dialogue in Korea about dark skin versus light skin you know mm-hmm. he's 100% Korean but like he still experienced so much racism so much discrimination growing up so much prejudice and what I love about him is that he's so bright and energetic mm-hmm. he doesn't let it get him down you know he doesn't like I don't know he just is so full of energy I know and we he's so beautiful us, and we love him Hyunmin we support you yes. Hello. it's so encouraging to see him like flourish you know yeah um and yeah just to kind of hear his story and for him to talk to people in interviews and whatever and just really like share his experience um but also just be like I'm 100% Korean you know and so he's like they called him in one of the interviews I was watching they called him a like a cultural ambassador um and I love that title for him because, mm. like, he is from Korea. Korea, like, he was raised in Korean culture, and he really doesn't know anything else. Like, he, he doesn't, doesn't speak English. No English. <laughs> He's like, actually very intentional about not learning. Like, exactly. he did not want to learn English. I give him full props for yeah. that decision. Yes. Or even perfect example of just like how Korean he is. He talked about in an interview how he had an audition for a car commercial <laughs> and like one. he got hired because of his dark features and they wanted him to say just one simple word swag and they wanted him to say it with like you know a with cool swag black <laughs> they wanted to for him to sound black because they thought he was black he is black but when he said it he said it like a korean like he said swag swag like, <laughs> he just said it you know with the korean pronunciation and as a result but he got fired but the guy next to him who was like fully korean he wasn't mixed they were like can you say swag he was like swag hey so like, <laughs> that just blows that stereotype out of the water where like you have somebody who you would not think could say it like they expected them to say it and then you have someone who you wanted to say it that way and he's just like no yeah like i am what i am i am a korean like i don't speak english like I yeah. I'm I don't get this culture because it's not my culture. So Yeah, exactly. I felt really encouraged or feel very encouraged to see him like rising to the top, yes. really sharing his story. I think he's like really opening up yes. positive dialogue yes. and discussion yes. mm-hmm. in like in Korean media. Yes. You know, like he is Especially. he's a fashion he's a fashion icon. He's just <sighs> Yeah, he's making waves. He, and, and it's just beautiful. That little baby Beautiful is child. Don't sing. Annyeong. Annyeong. Yes. 
so shout proud outs of from you. the west side <laughs> of the world yes of the oh, world, world. <laughs> of the world. Com- yeah west side of the world and the south side and the west suburbs of chicago shout out from chicago midwest too as well never mind sorry <laughs> we love you yes perfect transition into our next topic yeah black korea well yes black korea black korea <sighs> So, a few weeks ago, we actually went to go see a showing for a short film. Would you call it a short film? I would call it yeah. a very short film. Very short film. Very, I'm very just on short. short <laughs> 25 so, minutes. A short a taste. film oh, it wasn't even that was um, written and directed by a PhD film student at University, University of Chicago. Chicago. Right. Yeah, so local... Really cool. We got wave, um, got a whiff of it through. I don't know the interwebs, email list. They did a really good job marketing for that. They did, yeah, because a a lot of people came. A lot more than I thought. To the Korean guy in our row. Did he have friends in the end? I don't know. He was by himself. Yeah, he came by himself. We found that not that one. There's another Korean guy. I was oh, about the one that was down there. Oh like, yeah, hey there. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 my digits. Your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so yeah it was a huge turnout way bigger than we thought it would be mm-hmm. um but very interesting i don't know is anybody able to kind of like wrap up what the purpose of that movie was i think so from what i got from it you guys may feel differently but the five minute clip that we did see was um her mother's korean um immigrated into america um california to be exact i think during the 80s 90s era um and her father was african-american it was her and her sister brother i'm sorry brother Mm -hmm. younger brother and her mother had been in an abusive relationship with their father um and in the middle of the night they escaped um she ended up taking them to their father's mother so their grandmother on their father's side and um what you see in that small clip is um a little but a lot so you see on the surface this mother struggling with her life decisions Mm -hmm. um you can clearly tell that she's not happy about the fact that she married an african-american um in fact she specifically tells her daughter do not marry an African-American man. Marry a good white man who will mm. take care of you. Mm, Which mm, is surprising mm. to me because she did not say her own race either. Right. She did not say marry a Korean man. She said marry a white man. Um, so I think that was very strange. But you also see um, a bit of the African-American culture. You see how her the mother of the husband responded. Um, she was very happy to see her grandchildren, but however, um, she was concerned about the fact that her daughter-in-law, like, is there with her kids and she has a black eye. Um, so I think this was the perspective of the girl, the daughter, um, who was abruptly taken from one element to the next. And now she has to survive in an element of her African-American side. And obviously she's raised by her her Korean mother. So it's obviously a stark difference. 
especially when your mother does not understand that culture as well. And also when your mother is tearing down said culture, said race. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of like what I thought the concept of the Black Korea was. Yeah, I think that, like you said, it was a little and a lot. Like in that short clip, we saw the differences between Korean culture and I guess African-American culture. And Mm -hmm. you start to see like, probably where the breakdown between the Korean mother and the black father was, you know, in terms of the way they understood each other's culture and the way they communicated with each other. Um, So one thing that stuck out to me was when the black grandmother was praying over the Korean mother, um, praying over the abusive situation. And, you know, they did like the typical like black people in a church, like calling upon the name of God, you know, speaking in tongues, like, feeling the Holy Spirit, like, really actively feeling the Spirit when they're praying. And the Korean mother is just looking around like, what, what is going are on? you doing? Why are you touching Get me? Get off my forehead. Excuse me? This is not... Is this a first aid kit? Or are you just why are you yelling? Why you flicking me with water? Yeah. Yes. Can I get a towel, please? Like, is this... <laughs> why is it supposed to burn? Like, yeah. what is going on? Actually, no. She said, go get my ho ho bowl. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. So, it was oil. It wasn't even holy water, y'all. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um. Yeah. And what... I guess what stood out to me was that the movie was as you can tell, was in, like, a pretty negative light, almost, you know? I feel like when people talk about, like, black people marrying, like, Asian people or, like, Korean people, it's like, oh, yeah, breaking down barriers, like, interracial marriage is awesome. Yes, we're doing it. And so there's an ugly side. And I guess I went in thinking that it would be a positive movie and showing how great it is that interracial marriage, like, can happen. Um, but it was really negative. You know, I kind of left the showing like, oh, like it's not all roses and happiness. Like there's a lot of work to be done on both sides. Um, as you watch the movie, you understand that the black father like doesn't really have that cultural sensitivity to the Korean mother. Mm. He makes fun of her culture, um, her language. And on the flip side, the Korean mother is just like she I mean, she does. He tells her daughter to not marry a black man. You know, she has her reservations about black people. She doesn't really, I guess, vibe with black culture. And so you see that there's kind of just differences and inabilities to understand on both sides. And mm-hmm. even though the movie was short, I think it did do a really good job in showing that um, kind of that difference. I think it expresses the inner conflict of someone who is interracial. Um, because you can't necessarily, or you're not supposed to have to battle with one of your sides. Um, you know, to be told, like, don't marry into a part of who you are. Don't marry a black man. Mm -hmm. Or even to not be told, she was also told not to marry a Korean man. She may not have, she said that without words. Like, she didn't say... You know, marry a Korean man or marry an Asian man. She mm-hmm. specifically said, marry a white man. Do not trust yourself. Do not trust That's true. what you are, yeah. you know, made up of, you know? Um, and that, to me, that also goes outside of, you know, interracial. Like, I feel like that's cultural, you know? Like, all three of us can attest to that. Right. Where I spent 14 years on the South Side and then, like, the rest of my life on the South Suburbs. So, I mean... Like, I grew up in the South Side, but even then, my mom, like, she taught me, like, 
you don't speak slang. You say you don't say yeah. You say yes. You know you don't you 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 enunciate like how African Americans in the in the urban area are raised and how they sound is negative in a sense like it's not yeah. promoted like yeah. I wasn't allowed to speak this way mm-hmm. but obviously I go to school and this is how my friends talk and this is how my family talks outside yeah. of me um, and I got mocked for that and then I go to the south south suburbs where it's majority white and it's the same thing but now I got this awkward like accent of like ghetto proper where like <laughs> I, proper. I sound proper but at the same time like there's yeah there's something there like <laughs> yeah. what am i like and then that even goes into who i talk to mm-hmm. so if i'm comfortable with you you will get the ghetto proper or you just will get the straight ghetto or if i'm talking to somebody that i'm not comfortable with or who's not african-american i speak very proper like i speak clearly it's called cold switching the yes. proper term for mm-hmm. it and i struggled with that and that became something that was very difficult for me because I had to reject my identity. So even now as an adult, I struggle with and try to get out of that, like, talk well, how you're comfortable, you know. Speak with what you're comfortable. You are who you are, like, regardless of where you were raised or regardless of what you look like. Like, mm-hmm. you know, share your culture. Like, if people don't get a word, explain to them what it, what it means, you know. Like, explain to them what a bop is or explain to them what petty is. Like, <laughs> that's what I do with my Korean friends. I, I tell them. Like, I know you was balling like that. And I was like, what, what's balling? <laughs> it's when you can randomly pop up with a car and not tell anybody. Like, one of my friends did that. And I was just like, okay, shorty, you just got a car a year ago. Now you got a new one. Like, I just didn't get that. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I guess that's... I went into this movie not really knowing what to expect, right? Like, we got a lot of information. We saw the word Black Korea. We thought it was interesting. And I was kind of expecting and hoping that the movie would portray a positive interaction between Black and Korean culture because we talk about it so much and we yeah. we there's so many little things here and there but obviously especially the three of us we want to see more of that you know korean and black culture interacting in a positive light and so and obviously like this movie was based on a true story i don't know if you yes. mentioned that before yeah. um but it was based on a true story about a girl who grew up grew up in the 80s and just this whole family dynamics I think one thing that was interesting is that it talked about kind of brought in some of that historical context right Mm -hmm. about Mm. um, I think I'm pretty sure it was like during the Korean War when there were a lot of African American men soldiers soldiers who were in Korea and they slept with Korean women or got married and whatever and there were all these biracial babies and a lot of them were not like accepted mm. um, into Korean society, so a lot of them were in uh, orphanages, mm-hmm. or somebody brought them back to the United States to be raised. Mm. So there was there was some of that kind of bringing up just kind of like the history of both cultures interacting, um, and then also one thing that I thought was interesting too was even there was a part where the little black girl was sitting with the biracial 
African American. Oh yeah, girl. the daughter oh, went out to play with Chinese. Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. And so that even shows some of the the stereotypes even among like black people about Asians in general, you know, like and how that has really influenced and almost hindered some of that understanding, mm. yeah. cultural understanding of each other. So, I think um overall this movie like it was it was a description of somebody's real life story yeah. so like we can't do much about that but i think it did kind of uh really help to highlight some good points you yeah. know to kind of bring up discussion around cultural interaction between blacks and koreans and uh some of maybe the underlying bitterness and hate towards each other and like how can we how could we start having more positive interactions yeah. and discussions about certain things right and it was it was a short movie but i mean i feel like we could have done with more context more mm-hmm. context would have yeah. been nice but given the resources of the pro- of the movie producers i think they were able to touch on you know these important topics that we brought up and i guess it's kind of impressive that you know, we could still have a discussion about these big ideas, even though the film was kind of short, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it was really cool. Um, hoping that maybe they get more funding. They can yeah. make it a feature length film, you yeah. know, hopefully it gets screened in other places. Mm-hmm. I think this is like a really good step. It, you know, opens a conversation. Yeah. It introduces new it's ideas and voices into this discussion of blackness and Koreanness. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, hopefully it does really well. Yeah cool yeah um so yeah let's transition i guess to the end yes that was our first podcast um once again we just want to thank anyone and everyone who um supports us and supports what we're doing um just we're just I, i would say we're for the people man we really are just for um, uplifting and encouraging and um, just bringing together cultures we are trying to break down those cultural bridges and those cultural misconceptions um, which is why like we talk about a lot of things that are hard but we really just want to also talk about things that are good yes. um, so we just want to make people laugh we want to make people think and we want to make people you know, have a positive outlook on life. Mm -hmm. Um, So with that being said, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope that you continue to stay tuned with us. Um, You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Yep. um, At Nubian Nunas. Um, Did I miss a platform? I feel like we we got them all. iTunes too. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes. So if you like this, give us a like on SoundCloud. Follow us, subscribe. Yeah, We're on iTunes. Um, like Trista said, our handles on Instagram and Twitter are Nubian Nunas, N U B I A N N O O N A S. New news. New news. If you want to send us an email, um, you know, give us any feedback, we have an email too, Nubian Nunas at gmail.com. Yes. Um, yeah, let us know how you guys, what you guys thought. If you have any topics you want us to talk about, any feedback any comments Mm -hmm. any shout outs you know comment on our social media we're open we want to hear from you guys cool anyways um thank you once again this wraps up our first episode okay bye